my senior design project, we have to do a little bit of cryptography in it. And our, our project is based on a previous body of work done by the students who came before us, like last year's seniors. Mm. And they had to do like their own cryptography method, not like their own method. But what they did is like, they obviously didn't finish the project. <laughs> <laughs> so we were looking at the code that they already put out for us. Like uh, our professor, our advisor gave it to us and they're like, all right, this is what you have to work off of. And we were reading it to see like where they left off. And their cryptography method was literally like, change one to A, two to B, and then like all the numbers, it's like one through nine, and then like certain symbols just get changed to letters. <laughs> and it's like, wow. <laughs> this shit encrypted. And the fact that they're out in like the professional world somewhere. <laughs> is Did they even so try? <laughs> well, it's like, I think they kind of just left it as a proof of concept. Like there could uh, be an okay. actual algorithm there, but yeah. they just left it as a proof of concept because they either didn't want to do the work or they didn't have enough time. Because mm -hmm. honestly, they don't give us a lot of time to actually do this. But yeah. it's just yeah, so How long funny. do you have for that? We are supposed to do all the planning first semester and then we're supposed to actually do the project second semester. Okay. So like we had since, I mean, honestly, we could have started last semester, maybe like middle of the semester when we actually got the project, but mm -hmm. you're not supposed to officially start until the, the semester begins because then they give you time. You, you know how college works when a deadline's given. <laughs> <laughs> it's the last day you start working. Yeah. <laughs> well, with the project as... Uh, like a capstone or senior design project it's like you kind of have to start working on it because of how big the project actually yeah, is mega. i haven't done any capstone or senior design things yet and i'm not excited to do it well have it's, you even done junior seminar or anything no yeah. no so you got to start on that path first anyway. mm -hmm. do you have to do a junior seminar i don't know oh in math we do uh do you have to do a capstone project too I know. For, oh, I have a senior project. Yeah, you have to do it, junior and senior. Yeah, I know. As mechanical engineering, uh, we have to do a capstone project for sure. Yeah, you because we have a lot of crossover. <laughs> so, like any engineering has to work. Um, there's a lot of uh, projects that do both computer, electrical, uh, comp sci, and mechanical engineering. They they do a lot of. Uh, yeah, I I think I might end up working with like some uh, physics majors as well with my uh, with my stuff. You guys Makes have sense. a lot of crossover too. Mm -hmm. I mean, the only crossover that we really have is electrical. Mechanical engineering is just a really weird kind of major itself. It's very super broad. It's a lot like yeah. electrical engineering. It's like anything that deals with electricity, you're like, yeah, someone probably can do that somewhere in this major. It's a lot crossing of a lot of streams, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're basically like a fill in the blanks type of engineer where there's like civil, which is basically city planning and everything that mm -hmm. has to do with it. There's like material science and stuff, which does the actual materials as in the name. And then electrical and, and computer are very, I guess, hand in hand, but they're both dealing with like the actual electronics and electrical components. And then aerospace is obviously planes, aeronautics and stuff. And then there's just mechanical engineering, which is literally anything that moves <laughs> or anything dealing with a machine. <laughs> That it's is got energy. Thing. We do it. Welcome to another thought podcast. <laughs> I'm Alex. I'm Zane. Anthony. I'll uh, take a guess. You don't want to be Anthony today? Um, no, I'll be Anthony. Okay. I accept it. Yeah, Let's cool. address the elephant in the room. Ukraine? Uh, the, yeah, the ongoing <laughs> war with Russia. I blame Ukraine. Ukraine. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> the thing that I want to point out first is like, obviously, it's very fresh news. So, yeah, very fresh, very topical. Here is just, you know, 
shooting the shit essentially. Yeah. But I don't want to touch on the fact of like mostly what's going on over there. I wanted to talk mostly about how Americans have been like perceiving this event. Because <laughs> yeah. that's, I think, the thing that's uh, angered me the most in all of this. How because so? it's just like, it's, you know, I understand memes in general. Like you're going to oh. make fun of shit that's going on in the world anyways. I literally just said I blame Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's, there's, they've, there have been people who have said like way more heinous shit than that. Like that's kind of, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. People making like very deliberate jokes on this scenario don't understand the full, I guess, atrocity of the entire situation. Not only, I mean, it's like people make 9-11 jokes all the time. And that's the thing is like, there's a certain amount of time before it's like, okay to make yeah. these kinds of jokes. Cause then it's considered history. Mm -hmm. I would, where you want to draw that line. I guess it's completely up to you, but I, I think that <laughs> at least usually rule of thumb is wait till the events over. Yeah. Wait till <laughs> we're not doing this today. Like two hours ago, bombings like headlining the news. I, mean, I, I think I, it depends on the joke. Like wh whoever's the butt of the joke, if Ukraine's the butt of the joke, then I think it's probably bad or like Ukrainian citizens or civilians. That's super bad. But like if Russia is the butt of the joke, Fuck it. I don't really care. See, the thing I is, I think it's okay. I understand that. But personally, I don't see that as like, it's still not a laughing matter because no, of yeah. the fact that it's like, it's, ongoing. it's it's still like a part of the war, you yeah. know? I mean, true. as much as like, it's Russia all just propaganda. Blame. The memes are new propaganda, new age propaganda of the uh, internet age. <laughs> Most people get their political opinions from memes. <laughs> yeah, they do. At least Zoomers do. And I get it's topical and people are going to make memes about whatever is topical yeah. too. But it's just one of those like, it's like an internet etiquette kind of thing. Where yeah. It's not something you should be making memes about the second it happens. But that's the thing about the internet is they don't give a fuck. And there's yeah, like they, so many, yeah. there's so many people who deliberately make the worst jokes possible yeah. you know like uh dude like there's a whole subreddit built around it like it, it's just a f so fucking toxic there was a i i someone in my senior design group sent me a a, a picture of people he because we were talking about this earlier dismembered bodies uh, no <laughs> <laughs> not going that far <laughs> it was a uh, it was a it was a sam hyde meme oh, <laughs> it, it was no. a picture, it was like uh, like a, it was like a picture of an ID of a fallen soldier in Lu, uh, Luhansk, and it was a picture of Sam Hyde, like <laughs> on the picture, and his name was like Seaman Hydensky or something. <laughs> oh, no. And I'm like, it's funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 like I laughed, but I don't want to laugh. About <laughs> yeah, it. it's you not hate something. yourself for laughing. If this at meme it. came like several years after the event i would be okay like sharing it and sending yeah. it to people but he, that was just yeah. an example of what he was saying like he was showing me pictures of people on reddit going like tony stark died like half uh, you know it's protecting the world half oh the world God. some fucking uh infinity war yeah kind of weird how joke. tony stark brought everyone back except russia <laughs> yeah he was like this is what we do when we bring uh, like when half the world it's like shut the fuck up this is not a marvel meme moment yeah. <laughs> no Certified and I see that meme. you know I've been scouring Reddit. I've been doom scrolling Reddit and Twitter, <laughs> scrolling. which is like <laughs> the the prime source scrolling. of all these super cringe comments. And I've seen a lot of people, you know, mention the fact that it, this is just a horrible time for these kinds of jokes to surface. Yeah, yeah. And I agree. And I also agree with what you said, Anthony. Where it's just like some of them can be funny, and I do agree that you know some of the memes are funny, mm -hmm. and there is like a correct way to do it, whether in it whether it's in like 
lightheartedness or yeah. something that's you know very directly mean mm-hmm. or in bad taste. But some people just have not based humor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people just <laughs> don't have good jokes. It's people only just, okay if it's a good joke. They got bad opinions, and their jokes stem from their bad opinions. That's that is a whole separate realm. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's would a you, whole other can of worms. Yeah. Would you guys consider the pandemic peacetimes? Because we've never lived in like a period of uh, not the war. pandemic was well peacetimes <laughs> is. It's subjective, I yeah, guess. In that case. It, the thing is, is that's super, it's super relative because even throughout the pandemic, like there were escalations Tensions rising. Well, there were, there were escalations of other conflicts that America wasn't directly involved with, like interest was like mm-hmm. the Afghanistan. genocide in Yemen, Afghanistan at the time. Syria still going like, on. Syria still going on. China and India are like butting heads. Fucking there's a civil war in uh, Ethiopia and some other shit in Somalia. Like, there's never been peace. No. Maybe yeah, no. generally like peace, like it's gotten Overarching better. Overarching peace. Yeah. <laughs> Overarching peace. Like Relative the general trend. is what we're looking yeah. for. Because like the, bro, people in Europe were killing each other like crazy all the time. Oh yeah. Back in like uh, fucking 1400s or whatever, 1300s. Yeah, like late medieval ages. Yeah, they were going they were insane. Just like, Fuck it. Yeah, they were like putting fucking heads on pikes and shit. They were going crazy. Yeah, in general, the world's, I don't think ever is really going to find peace. Although this is, it, having a modern day event as large as this. Yeah, this is one's like, more large scale. Well, the thing is too, like we've seen events like this before. It's just like, it's because it's Europe that it's something is a little bit more like uh Yeah, I, I kind of don't, I yeah. kind of don't enjoy being a, of a draftable age <laughs> going through this event. <laughs> yeah. I don't. I mean, I, I think it's, don't care I think unless we get directly involved. Yeah, I think it's unlikely that there would be a draft. Like we have a really big military and yeah. um, and I don't even think like uh, Biden really wants to uh, commit like boots on the ground there. I could be wrong. I know that we have planes and shit over there. He, right he's now. sending troops through like other uh, European countries. Like he sent some to Germany. He sent some oh. to um I think like France and then also Ukraine contain the chaos essentially. Well, it's just like provide support essentially. I don't think they're made to be there to actually support the fight or anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what the actual purpose of them being there is, but as long as we're not like mobilizing troops. Yeah. And Putin keeps like threatening nuclear shit. And I, I don't know if he'll pull the trigger. Like there's, there's no way like someone would be that you, fucking. You already deranged. find some fucking wood right the fuck now. <laughs> <laughs> there's, I have a book right there. I have the Dune book. There, yeah, wood. there you go. It's paper. It's paper. <laughs> it's yeah. Wood. I mean, the thing is the whole, the whole geopolitical discourse following these events was always like, he's not going to actually invade. He's not going to actually do this until he did. And then everyone was like, the, a lot of people on Twitter were saying like a lot of, like left-leaning people on Twitter, especially at least from what I saw, were saying like he's not going to invade. There's no way he's just like doing whatever. Um, but like the Biden intelligence and shit, like they were saying, you know, like it's kind of imminent. Like an invasion is going to happen. Yeah, you and know? people were saying, I, I kind of agree with both. Um, Watch what you say. Sentiments here <laughs> because like, he's being essential. No, no, no. I, <laughs> what I'm going to say is like I obviously understand the distrust in American governments. They're going to try to like uh, not really warmonger, but they're going to try to. Well, it's not, uh, I guess it can be considered gaslighting, but they're going to be saying as much as possible to kind of get people against yeah, within the, their own interest party. I mean, it, it all depends, right? Because it's like some 
it, it only it matters if the war is beneficial or not. You yeah. know what I mean? Information like, is spread based on whoever's in, uh, best interest is you know like telling the information. You know, and also in especially like in uh, periods of like high tensions like this, information is bad. Like a lot of the times, mm-hmm. like yeah, the, like the whole like um, uh, weapons of mass destruction in Iraq shit, like. A lot of people blame Bush and Cheney because of their intelligence agency that they made. And that's absolutely correct to like blame them because they did like bring like a lot of jingoism and like fucking bloodthirstiness to America. Jingoism? Yeah. They were being jingos. <laughs> <laughs> what is the definition? They're going crazy. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that's that's but basically like, the sentiment that but I'm But like I'm what saying. I was gonna say is that also um Saddam Hussein lied about having uh, weapons of mass destruction. Mm-hmm. Like he, he claimed himself that, you know, he had like, you really think Putin's lying? <laughs> no, obviously not. They have like one of the biggest, I think America has a bigger arsenal, but like you could end the, like you don't need you, the whole you arsenal. You can end, end the yeah, war you, or you can end, end the, the world, world with, like with like a yeah, reaction. You could do it with 20 or something. Like 20? I mean, three, three <laughs> is not give enough. Don't idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking it up. How many nukes would it take to wipe out the earth? Well, there's probably like good places to nuke. Like, like what if you nuked the Yosemite uh, super volcano? <laughs> <laughs> Start the, the ground shaking. Yeah. All you that, need is an ignition. See, at that point, that's like you you don't give a shit about anything. <laughs> You're like everything yeah, you just, needs yeah. to go. That's just scorched earth. That's mad. You're just like I'm going out with a bang. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of that fear right now because you don't really know what he is capable of doing. Since everyone was so, I, I guess, under the impression that he wasn't going to do this, and then it was just baiting because mm. of the fact that NATO was like backing Ukraine in this kind of scenario. You know. Yeah they weren't going to go to war over something like this. And we, I mean, we don't even know that now Yeah, going forward into the future. They could totally declare war, which would be horrible. Yeah. <laughs> it, it like, it all depends on like Russia's ambitions. Like I think a lot of people, and I think I could be wrong, but Putin might've said this himself, but like he wants to like bring back like the Russian. Oh Federation, yeah. He went on like an entire yeah. Trump ramble yeah. where he was just like, I want to restore like the Soviet union to its, yeah. I guess literal former glory. Like yeah. he's literally an old man yeah. rambling. He's talking about like culture and shit with his, uh, with his like, <laughs> we need to take back Ukraine. They're part of us. Yeah. And he, yeah, I mean, do he's doing that with a lot of other countries too. And like, yeah, the point that I'm trying to make is like they, he has puppet states already. Well, not puppet states in the actual literal definition, but like, you know, Belarus is literally helping Russia do this. He's, there's yeah. like confirmed troops from Belarus in yeah. uh, Ukraine. Dude, there are unironically people coming out like pro Putin. Oh, I've always been super confused about how Putin has like such a high just favorability favorability yeah, yeah. his prop his pr team are <laughs> yeah. fucking gods Dude, like, even in russia he's not like i mean he's pretty popular but yeah, there's a large there been, like counterculture yeah, against there's, him there's big uh anti-war protests happening in like moscow yeah. and st petersburg and stuff like the general public of russia doesn't want war it's yeah. literally just the government yeah that are like we need this we need the soviet union back. i need land <laughs> yeah that, and it's 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 dumb yeah I, and i think those sorts of ambitions will probably drive towards nato like Escalating, escalating the conflict in some way because like it's um like it's like fundamentally um what's the word like illiberal in the international relations sense like nice meaning fuck. that they uh russia doesn't care about like interacting and cooperating with countries yeah and they they've just kind shown of that. yeah they just kind of care about getting what they want um on the world stage and like annexing whoever the fuck they want and just taking whatever 
What's particularly scary is the entire events leading up to this. Well, not like since 2014 and everything, but since the like the the past months, he's been kind of inching towards this. Mm -hmm. And what we've done is essentially just put sanctions on the country. He's been edging us for a little while. Yeah. And then now that he's actually enacted an invasion, he just gets harsher sanctions. Yeah. So depending on whether or not this actually hurts his country enough to for him to be like, okay, maybe this wasn't a good idea. I don't think he necessarily cares about the sanctions because it's. I think it's pretty obvious that he doesn't care about the general well-being of the public of Russia. Yeah. Well, but honestly, I mean, viewed, this is more like a testing the waters kind of move. It's because he's yeah. choosing to until he did the invasion. Yeah, I think he, so. Even with the invasion, I still think he's testing. Like he's feeling out. You know, the competition essentially because he's only attacking like fucking. Uh, well, he was like attacking the capital. Yeah, he's in like oh, Ukraine Heath right now. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, okay. like, the, I'm not super caught up with it. I, I'm only informed by porn Twitter. And if it's made its way to porn <laughs> Twitter, <laughs> if it's made its way to porn Twitter, it's probably pretty bad. So <laughs> it's, it's affected porn Twitter. It's affected anime Twitter. So, yeah. like, you know, they're going. Oh, off. no. It's, of course, it's going to affect anime Twitter. Come on. Yeah, that's what, true. what do you that's expect? True. The coomers and weebs of Ukraine need to band together. <laughs> they will take stop. Down, they're going to intervene. Take yeah. out your katanas. Strike down two men did you see the thing about the the japanese ambassador to ukraine like getting his old uh, grandfather's samurai armor no, and like sword and shit he was like i'm gonna defend ukraine i don't know if he actually said that with yeah. like full sentiment but it was it was interesting to see because mm-hmm. it's like i mean it's interesting seeing all our countries kind of stand yeah. with ukraine too yeah, and um, hopefully it spawns some sort of camaraderie around the world. And well, I think most oh. people support Ukraine in this. Yeah. I don't know where China stands, but that's basically the only country that Ho- I'm like. I think China has signaled support for Russia. I think. So. I mean, it makes yeah. sense. They they have some. They've uh, always been kind ties. of. Yeah. Yeah, as long as it doesn't turn out to be a world war and more like a war against. There are a, a world against conflict. one region. <laughs> but like the thing is, is that one region has a fuck ton of nukes. So hey, it's like, hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys can stay, but you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. But what I was going to say earlier is that like, um, you know, it, it's kind of hard because like what else can you do uh, yeah. that won't escalate tensions, but can still punish Russia for doing what it's doing? Yeah. You know, it's like sanctions are kind of like. It's really the, the only it's move. Like, it's like the liberal route. We're going you know to fine I mean? you. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm like, I'm, I mean, tax. I'm commending them for it. Yeah. I think it's probably the safest move. But mm-hmm. the problem is like, what the fuck is it does a sanction entail, by the way? Like they're economic sanctions. So like they will prevent certain exports from being allowed to go to Russia. Or okay, okay. They will. And if you have like strong allies, right? Like we're partnered with uh, the EU mm-hmm. and a lot of other countries. You're just cutting off a lot of supplies yeah, you, and you stuff, cut essentially. Off, yeah. They don't supplies have access and, to a lot of yeah, banks. You don't get your rations today. And also like their banking system has been kind of cut off from... Uh, a lot of other people as long as yeah. yo if sweden is like no bank and then <laughs> Rush, no russia's bank. over <laughs> <laughs> well the thing is russia has a lot of uh oil and shit and so yeah. like they um they still have like a good control of resources that they yeah, can like they, siphon out they could probably i mean they do people, require a lot of yeah. other other world <laughs> other worldly resources yeah, other no, national absolutely. resources and, oh my and god also, gas prices are gonna go fucking bonkers i don't think we get a lot of our gas yeah, from russia we don't oh thank god because um, i don't think they even have uh, they don't even uh expand on how much gas they actually have <laughs> like the amount of natural gas in siberia is so much more than they're actually siphoning out man i yeah. just hope that people don't start 
panic buying toilet paper. Oh, <laughs> fuck, dude. If it escalates oh, anymore, God. people will. It's going to be so much panic in America without the war ever actually being here. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's so <laughs> scary. Or not so even to shit myself. I need the toilet paper. And that's the thing, too. That's another thing I wanted to bring up, too, is like America is so fearful of any conflict that like just so vaguely involves us. We are yeah. so even though we do get involved in a lot of foreign affairs, it's we, still like yeah. we don't need to worry about anything right now until uh I mean obviously we need to worry about the actual crisis going on, but in terms of our own lives, it's like there's not much we can really do besides just support. Mm -hmm. America on its home front has always just been like shitting their pants while simultaneously just being actual apes on the forefront. <laughs> it's like we get involved late. <laughs> and when we get involved, everyone's like, oh my God. Oh. Yeah. Meanwhile, we're we just fucking we're yeah. carpet was, bombing these fucking random ass people. It's because we're like so disconnected from everything, like geographically. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, in Europe, like all those countries are like super close together. They have like a lot of shared culture and history. Mm -hmm. You know, they've fought in battles in the past and everything. And like America's way the fuck over here. <laughs> doesn't even have to participate if it really doesn't want to. <laughs> yeah. Hey like guys. The, like the, a big reason why we even got involved in World War II is because Hitler was trying to collaborate with Mexico. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, and, and, and also obviously, we got bombed. Yeah, that, that, that too. But like, um, you know, we, it takes a lot to like push yeah. America into like a, a conflict sometimes because like even like with 9-11 we fucking went crazy or <laughs> we went fucking ape on that yeah, shit we did. and people are still insane about that shit oh They're yeah still super like, like never forget anti-islam anti and everything. <laughs> they're just like the veins are popping <laughs> on <it. laughs> those gosh darn muslims <laughs> so much they're too busy praying to give me my Burger. I feel like America's isolation has both worked for and against it because it, it spawns a bunch of it does indeed support a lot of like nationalistic ideas and strong ties to the country. But also you're isolated from all this exposure to culture, despite us being a melting pot, supposedly. Uh, you well, because like, we have a lot of anti-immigrant propaganda in the country. Yeah, it it's like we kind of don't. It's like we want to be someone who's so inclusive, but we don't actually have anything that's inclusive. We are kind bro. of like the global police force. We're racist and, you know... <laughs> to be fair, people are, are extremely racist in Europe. <laughs> like, yeah. Against, like, the mm -hmm. Roma people and, like, uh, Middle Eastern immigrants. Mm -hmm. Like, they are fucking crazy, too. Mm -hmm. So it's like... It's, I mean, look at their sports, you know. Yeah, true. <laughs> Actually, yeah, true. If they like, hate each other. <laughs> why, would they hate, why would they like anyone else? <laughs> yeah, if you go into fucking England and you look at, like, the 15 different local football clubs, they're all, like, going insane at each other. <laughs> yeah. Barking and biting. Nibbling. Yeah. <laughs> nibble <laughs> so you yeah, have nibble on your earlobe bro <laughs> <laughs> obviously this isn't the first like major geopolitical event that we've seen in the past couple of years I mean the whole oh, no. Afghanistan situation I think was <clears throat> something that was very uh very weighted in the in the world stage, but I feel like America yeah. handled that more calmly than like I think the, we handled the public it well. or, yeah I feel like the public is taking a worse stance on something that we're less involved in. It's it's tankies. <laughs> yeah. Quite literally. They're like, it's like they can't admit that Russia was like quite literally warmongering. Mm -hmm. And like he was, as you said before, testing the waters to see how far he can actually get yeah. before. So he could see that we weren't actually going to start a World War Three because Russia knows that NATO isn't going to get involved unless he does something drastic. So he's going to try to keep it, you know, as 
uh, I don't I don't want to use this word, but I guess it's the only he word needs to as keep tame it as, as possible. He needs to keep it a small scale skirmish between Ukraine. Yeah, he wants and to keep it. And if it escalates any Ukraine. further than that, then other people are forced to get involved. He knows very much exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And it's kind of scary uh, because just put any any smart person in a position of power, they can do essentially whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, especially with how many or how big his military is and mm -hmm. how I mean, he's basically like in America with how much they spend on military. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is <laughs> pretty much what they've been spending for. Yeah. Since the Soviet Union's collapse. How uh, long is he in office for? Forever, right? He keeps extending yeah. his own <laughs> yeah, that, his office term. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> he's our glorious president. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> he's a He's a quote-unquote democratic leader. How, <laughs> how old is Putin, actually? I think he's, he's 70. He's is he 70. really? Yeah. He looks super he's young. Gonna, yeah, he's going to get like some cyber brain or yeah. some shit and be <laughs> like, get a cyber I, am, brain. I am the intelligence of Russia. Putin was deployed. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I agree the that Putin like... Putin network extends kind of, to your area. <laughs> that we... Putin kind coverage. Of, <laughs> 5G. We did what we could in Afghanistan, you know what I mean? To like get out of the conflict mm -hmm. and like we were kind of dealt a shit hand, you know? But I think it, like, with foreign policy Delta especially... Shit <laughs> Delta shit. Omicron <laughs> shit. Operation Delta shit hand is a good... <laughs> I mean, shit hand, I guess, is a good explanation for it because I think I do agree with the criticisms of the move, but the thing is, we literally had no other option. We had to besides, do something. Yeah, it's like, I think that was the best option. Yeah. Despite it, it, just because it has negatives to it or it has downsides doesn't mean that it, it, it was going to be messy regardless. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It doesn't really matter. And people, and you know, I think it's okay to criticize it, but you have to recognize that like, if Trump was in office versus Biden, because I think that's the main point that a lot of people mm -hmm. make during this uh, kind of argument. People is, are saying it about Ukraine, too. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what do you want us to Trump do? Trump let Ukraine get bombed. He would have helped Putin. I've seen a lot of criticism of NATO for doing this kind of thing, but honestly, I think they handled it as best they could. Yeah. You know, being NATO, I think they do have to kind of police this kind of situation. Yeah. I don't agree with, you know, the entirety of it because I think they should have they I mean, they were back and forth with Ukraine being in NATO for like a while. Yeah. And Ukraine was also back and forth on it. It's it's yeah. just a situation that was a lot of hot water since 2014. And now it's just kind of climax because when they were about to get into NATO, Russia's now like, this is the time to act. Yeah, yeah that, that's that's the whole thing. It's like the timing because like Russia is like a weak state in terms of its allies and it's like uh, availability of like, resources and shit. Yeah, we, he is. They kind of have China on their side. You know, China has a lot of partnerships with no, I don't feel like us. anyone knows what the so, fuck China is doing. Yeah, they they're, they move. Uh, well, they're like a superpower at this point. Yeah. So they, super, they, it doesn't matter what super they do. Super independent. I mean, it does power. matter what they do, but they're not going to. I. I'm going to say this and also knock on wood, but I don't think they're going to get directly involved. They may like yeah, their pollution will like smoke Russia. out their whole country or something. And then all just carbon monoxide poisoning. Or yeah. Something. <laughs> well, like sanctions could honestly hurt them pretty badly too, oh, yeah. but then they could also sanction us and hurt us pretty badly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's the thing. Sanctioning them would really just hurt us because yeah. we rely on China a lot. Double negative. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I guess it would be a uh, a double negative because it would be a negative feedback loop. We sanction them and they sanction us and then we both kind of get fucked from that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, true. It's just really just a measurement of who gets fucked more. Well, yeah. is, we were who, probably get was, fucked yeah, more. Saying, who can survive the longest under that sanction? It's just a battle of attrition between the two countries and nobody wants they that. They don't That's even what need to is. sanction us back in order for it to damage us, though, is my point. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Wars like, of attrition are honestly one of like the worst 
uh, situations. Like, yeah, one of the worst situations to possibly have because it's just you're constantly siphoning resources from resources that don't that it will eventually no longer exist. You can't refill those, and it's just you're just sitting there slowly starving out hoping yeah. they die of hunger first essentially yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a very fuck scenario it's the citizens that get affected by it mostly mm-hmm. the yeah, government absolutely the governments don't need this like if all of america's people died the or like all the uh civilians died there would still be government officials who are like living lavishly mm-hmm. you know well it, it's they'd be kind of fucked though. in their fucking <laughs> <laughs> no, they got like Literally. those self-sustaining bunkers and shit they don't give a damn yeah but like they don't have any power or anything and that's kind of what they care about they can roll their own little bunker <laughs> well they need yeah they i mean it's it's yeah. the putin of the bunker like, they the need people is, to it's, support it's them. all it's all a calculation you know what i mean like putin how many people like, can we lose yeah, yeah it, absolutely casualties and it's, and it's fucked up but like that's, that's kind true. of like that's like the game that people are playing because like at the end of the day on at like the end the, of the day it's ender's game no you know? <laughs> <laughs> on like a global scale you know everyone is just kind of like doing shit you know what i mean like in re- well no in reality there's no laws or anything you know what i mean it's other countries yeah. that have to hold people accountable i or fucking else, like, hate this server yeah. man <laughs> it's an anarchy this server. mmo sucks ass the, we're on the anarchy server bro we're on one welcome DBT. to the welcome to the oldest anarchy server <laughs> in the universe <laughs> earth the Russia faction has now declared. <laughs> I'm not even going to make a joke about that. Well, something that <laughs> yeah. I don't necessarily Too understand soon. is the whole idea of like war crimes. How does that actually affect a country? You know, because it's well, something so savage that everyone is like at their core dis- disgusted by it. Well, it becomes a war crime. What do you? Yeah, what, what, what do you mean? How does it affect? So, the like, it, Russia is not in NATO. Mm-hmm. So what if NATO describes Russia as like the things that they're doing uh, as committing war crimes? Mm-hmm. Um, cause I don't, I don't know the actual war crime international laws. I right. don't know what is actually considered I know a quite war crime. a bit. <laughs> <laughs> something, so something to think about is that, um, what's it called? Like, so for instance, with the Holocaust, right? Mm-hmm. If, um, when they were charging, uh, you know, the people who were involved in the Holocaust, it's like, who do you charge with what? responsibility you know, like, for the for whatever happened well, how no, far like, like, how far up the line does the chain of command yeah, like, take like where does this order come from who should be the, the most thing responsible with the, the nuremberg trials right mm-hmm. yeah it was a huge debate yeah yeah and um because i was just taking yeah. orders and it, it, it was, was mostly crazy. case by case because mm-hmm. obviously there are some nazi like foot soldiers who probably did some heinous and fucked up shit that should be charged you know like it if, doesn't, they, if they dejected they would have died you know what do you mean like if they, if they didn't do these orders and they fled oh, the yeah. military, yeah, they'd probably true. get shot on well, command or like that's not even necessarily true though, because there people made that claim, but there yeah. was research like during the Nuremberg trials, there was like research done on like you know what happened to a Nazi soldier that didn't follow commands. Like mm. they would just okay. move them to like another post, so they didn't actually I mean? get punished. Yeah, or, or I guess case by yeah, case they, again, they might get reprimanded, but they're not going to get shot. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're um, still useful to the war effort. Yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. There's still the fear that anything could happen. Yeah. Oh, that's true that's true but that doesn't just because yeah, you're I'm not, afraid I'm not, yeah, I'm, yeah. Not, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not advocating that it's okay to do anything about it, but I completely Zane understand running defense a, for Nazis no, 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 yet no, no. again <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean I completely understand week. that it's yeah. like it's a it's a really fucked situation so, that you really have to yeah. go case by case by but like the Nuremberg trials is exactly what I was kind of mm-hmm. expecting in a, in a, like this quote unquote war war yeah. crime debate well it but can't happen they, until the conflict is over yeah you know so like how do they actually impose these uh, war crime um, what do you call it punishments 
Like, but how I mean, do they actually like do inter- this? Inter- the is Nuremberg trials. You, yeah. you do they just run? continue sanctions? Do they just put no, people well, on like, trial? No, you, you try to find, like, what's going on, get to the source. It's essentially just a, a judicial system that's put it in goes, place it on top. It's world stage it de- yeah. judiciary yeah. system. <laughs> yes. It depends on, like, um, what happens to the government officials, right? Like, because mm-hmm. you wouldn't continue to punish a country necessarily, like, after a war or something because like that's probably going to be extremely damaging to them and there cause are, like a lot of yeah. resentment like and the country's going to be fucked and like it doesn't even benefit you really anymore to do that you know and, and it's like and it also depends on uh you know like who gets punished and for what mm-hmm. you know just managing relationships yeah. it's just a how do they even fight like simulator if- say the war is actually over how do we actually punish putin himself <laughs> uh i don't it depends on the yeah, commands i, I don't know how we would go about doing that because it's, I don't it's expect a, yeah. us to know, but it's, it's, it's just a, a tough question. scenario. It really is. I, I don't know if leaders that high, like, it, I think he would have to do something that was illegal in his own country to like actually get. Yeah, you know, yeah I like, feel like the only punishment that Putin would realistically receive is the backlash of his own country, essentially suffering from the consequences mm-hmm. of so his actions. Would it have to be more internally that this happens? Um, most most likely. Uh, especially because like the higher you go up in the in the government scale there's enough protections that you know will guarantee your life and shit like that yeah i mean so, with putin in office he could probably just yeah. make laws that say he will he's forever god king yeah i think it might be Dune. a little different just because he kind of acts in like a dictator fashion you know like yeah. he, he does um he's just an authoritarian so it's like any move that you try to make against him, he's probably going to do something to mm-hmm. fight anything he can to fight against it. You know? Yeah. He's like 32 clones as backup or something, you know, <laughs> he's, he's got clones. He got the fucking cyber link or whatever. Conspiracy theories that he Musk? died a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think there's probably a, there's, there's, there's conspiracy yeah, like that. Every every like Nicki Minaj. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds really similar to the, uh, Hattori Hanzo, uh, lineage of like these ancient ninjas and basically the leader of the clan would always take up the same name. So that way it essentially perpetuates this legend of this one ninja has lived for eternity, essentially. And it's just different dudes. It's just different people upholding the 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 name. Imagine you're like 12 years old and your dad's like, you are now me. Good <laughs> luck. Here's my social security card and a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Train. <laughs> My Train. <laughs> he blows his fucking brains out. I can't be me anymore. You are now me. Well, to keep the guys going, that's what they'd have to do, or else there's two of them. Yeah. You know? well, I mean, yeah, otherwise, or like he could just be like, I'm retiring. You be me. I'm going to go to Fiji. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going to Haiti. It's really? just, it's, it's really, I mean, obviously, whatever is happening over there is very disgusting, but just seeing the American. Uh, discourse about it just makes me even more angry about the situation because we yeah. don't know how to handle shit at all. Yeah, no. And I think it's mostly because in our generation we haven't had any war come to home. I mean, the yeah. last American attack was literally like uh, Pearl Harbor. Because we yeah. fucking scared them off. I know, probably 9-11. No? Oh yeah, 9-11. Yeah. I, I completely forgot about 9-11. What? Cardinal sin. We were so talking about war crimes. You're about to... Yeah. <laughs> Well, Big faults on my bird. end, but it, you know, my point I think still stands is like, yeah. we, we generally don't have any, uh, we, we've always reacted to like attacks on us with a certain level of fanaticism that I think that it's, it's hard. It's hard to even attack the U S without getting like, 
if the U.S. is ever attacked, I feel like it'd be possible to just uber rally support for whatever movement that the government would try especially to do. Especially with NATO, since we're such yeah. like a key part of it. Mm-hmm. We would definitely be able to get like the rest of the NATO nations and like oh, the absolutely. UN. We probably wouldn't even need that. Like America is like one of the strongest oh, yeah. and like most advanced militaries in the world. We for better or for worse. There. We just yeah. send a yeah, dude with an Xbox them. controller. Yeah. 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 Uh, the US <laughs> is in Kyle 15 <laughs> drinking do- Dorito Mountain Dew flavor. They're like here's, here's a week's worth of Mountain Dew. They lock them in a room. They're like here's a week's worth of Doritos and Mountain Dew. <laughs> Here, go take these Vibans and go on the go on the forefront. <laughs> take some Ritalin. We'll send you out there. I mean, honestly, take that's essentially what we do on like a on, on a meme scale. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, we do have troops over there right now. I don't know if they're actively fighting. That's something I'm I'm kind of unknown about. Yeah. But I don't know. It, a lot of there's a lot of unknowns right now. I do know that we have troops over there. Mm-hmm. So that's all I can really say is like, I'm hoping that we don't get directly involved. I hope that we're there mostly just for support and like maybe medic supplies and shit. Right. Maybe. I mean, I'm okay with supplying weapons at this point because of Russia's how, you know, how yeah. big fucking Russia's military is. They're going to attack no Russia's matter what. flying like Belarus and uh, yeah. all their other fucking, uh, and Crimea. Yeah. As, l- as long as my mom doesn't get resent to the military, I'll be happy. Uh, I'm okay. <laughs> Why would your mom get yeah, sent? Yeah, isn't she like, how old is she? She's retired though, right? I mean, yeah, but I'm Can pretty- you not get... Redrafted. I have no idea how the laws work I'm with that. Pretty sure, like once you reach a certain age, like that's. I'm. I'm th- I think she's within the the reasonable age of going back. I don't know draft laws. Yeah, neither do I. I. Wasn't born in a draft time. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I mean, I know I definitely am like draftable yeah, as, a, as a healthy male. I'm a young I'm draftable. Get, I mean, we're literally in selective service. I'm breedable and draftable. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are in selective. That's service. your new Tinder bio: a draftable young male. <laughs> something like if you're in. And in education, they won't take you out. Probably not. Yeah. I thought there was something like that. Yeah, I read up I'm on that sure. because I was actually kind of curious. Uh, last night, I got kind of sad and I looked up draft laws. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> this is it. I don't think we're actually going to get drafted. I, for I, a while, but. I really doubt it. But like, just in case I want to know my rights. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I figured I'd read up on them now. I want to know where I can flee. Yeah, um, yeah, I would probably dr- dodge. <laughs> I'm Q dodging this one. <laughs> Bro, I'm about to alt F4. I'm not playing Breeze again. But yeah, uh, <laughs> oh going going God, back to dude. the draft laws. You're the problem. <laughs> You're exactly what I'm making fun of. <laughs> going back to the draft laws, supposedly that it can be extended for the end of the semester. But if you're a senior, it can be extended to the end of the academic year. Okay. So I got to take my master's early. Yeah. <laughs> It's generally just a fuck situation. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be done uh, relatively quickly. Small little skirmish, maybe five years, something like that. (laughs) Another thing is like the whole leftist dialogue because, you know, America has a huge culture about like political discourse or I guess a subculture about political discourse where Mm -hmm. there's people who are generally uh, completely not in the know about any sort of, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, world structure of geopolitics or even our own politics. But, and then there's people who are super involved, Mm -hmm. especially in other countries, um, politics, like specifically Russia's in this case, where there's a lot of, um, communists in America that do this or they, they support this kind of movement. And they're like, Oh, well, you know, NATO was making aggressive movements beforehand. And it's like, well, what do you expect them to do? Do you want them to just let Ukraine get fucking bombed? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's also one thing that people take for granted a lot is that the, like the time scale that this shit happens on too. it's like you, there are months, years, 
fucking decades worth of planning that like get put into place before this shit happens, right? Yeah. And also, even then, when you enact it, putting all that shit into place before it even starts takes months, years of fucking prep work. Yeah. There is a long ass time, a I mean, time frame of just shit that happens. Conflict is going to be inevitable. It's it's going to take a long ass time for it to happen, and it's going to take a long ass time for it to stop once it starts. Because then you have a whole information relay, you have a whole fucking troop movement. Like imagine walking yeah. across or tanking across fucking Russia. Like how long does that fucking take? It takes me like forever to walk up goddamn stairs. Well, it's it's like Canada. Like half of it is fucking uninhabitable, pretty much. Yeah. So it's like. <laughs> There, it, this conflict is most likely going to be going on for at least a sizable amount of time. It's been going like on our since, day yeah, day directly life. since 2014, but you can yeah. probably trace shit back since the fall of the Soviet oh, Union. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing about any conflict is like, there's no like clear starting point as to like where it all started. It's, you know, like, yeah. even, it's a, some little shit and then it just slowly it, yeah, escalates it's like, from it's there. It's like a thousand cuts and then it all just gives away. I would say yeah. the most Can defining Can we cut it down to a montage, please? <laughs> We're going to do a, a fucking montage. I want, I want a conflict montage. A war crime montage. Oh, I, think, I think the defining moment was the two territories that receded from um, or like they quote unquote cleared independence from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean Russia annexed them? Well, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's the thing they yeah. declared it, quote unquote, declared independence mm-hmm. a while ago. But that was literally like um, in it was influenced by Russia. Like they they forged their own kind of vote system like they do in their own country, saying that a majority of the people wanted to recede from yeah. this. And it's like, you know, you don't even know how much that is actually true, because there probably are some nationalists in uh, like for Russia in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Absolutely. there's probably there's, no doubt about that. But it, the, especially is Eastern it, Ukraine. Oh, yeah. a lot is it a majority? Ties. We will never know. But they, there's very heavy evidence that they directly influenced that. And then and, it makes even more sense that they just walk into those territories and they're like, we recognize your independence and we're here for peacekeeping. That yeah. was literally their gateway into the country. Mm-hmm. And then from there, they start bombing the the rest of the country. And to mm-hmm. say, something to think about like is that they might have uh at least historically like there might be eastern ukrainians who are like very much pro russia in terms yeah. of culture or yeah, whatever it's because there's but, like whenever there's second borders say, like, <laughs> culture <divide. Yeah. laughs> but like <laughs> <laughs> sorry but, <Alex>. um uh <laughs> rush now i fucking lost it asshole <laughs> But um, I won't talk until you. Oh finish. wait, no. Yeah. So <laughs> since they invaded, they're gonna lose like a lot of that support that they have for Russia. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And they're it's just not gonna go well. I think because a lot of the people Russia. who are coming out in those in those territories are they're gonna be the the vocal party that doesn't want to be a part of Russia is going to be way more vocal now. Yeah, and they're also gonna be like. Nobody likes to get shelled. <laughs> and yeah. those those eastern areas are the ones that are getting fucked the most. Yeah, they're the ones that have the most fucking troops of yeah. Russian origin in them, yeah. of uh, fucking Belarusian origin. Mm-hmm. What were we going to say? Don't care. <laughs> you interrupted me. Don't act like that. <laughs> <laughs> the infighting begins. <laughs> I'm declaring independence from the podcast. <laughs> I'm seceding from the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the One Thought Podcast. Yeah, I'm just going to start talking on my own and I'm going to separate the channels uh, so that way it's The just... One Thought and Two Thought Podcast. <laughs> so that way we're just running in parallel with each other constantly on the same video. People would like that. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll actually swap to mono where that one one of us is in one ear and the other is in the <laughs> that'd other. Be so, that'd be so annoying to listen to. <laughs> 
another important point to kind of bring up is like we did a lot of the same shit that Russia's doing right now in the Cold War. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I so did the Soviet Union. Yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not saying that yeah. they're good in this yeah, scenario. Right. I'm just but saying like, that recognizing We can go yeah. back this to medieval the- times and be like, oh, man, we really just fucking siege catapulted. Because uh, <laughs> yeah. there's going to the be a lot Byzantines of American nationalists doing yeah. the same. I mean, there's always going to be American nationalists doing what, you know, whatever we do in the world, there's going to be people who think that it's justified in any sort of means. Just yeah. like people, like the the communists in our country now are saying that, oh, it's perfectly fine. You know, I mean, communism as an ideology is its own thing, but people supporting Russia because just because uh, the people supporting it are communists is like Putin kind of was in the communist party Yo, when he yeah. was in the Soviet Union. Holy shit, guys. Alexander the Great just invaded. <laughs> <laughs> Do an internet Alexander the Great has it's, like, it's the same exact shit. It's just different time periods. You're going to like it. I wonder if people are going to exemplify the legend of Putin like fucking hundreds of years down the line. There probably will people will be people who I mean, just like American culture is like we in our schools learn that America basically did no wrong during the Cold War. (laughs) Oh, yeah. We learned that we we just communism. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We learned that it was literally like the spread of communism throughout the world. To be fair, the Soviet Union was doing some pretty crazy shit, too. Yeah, Soviet backed communism was the problem. But, um, but like, you know, the problem is, is superpowers using like smaller states as fucking battlegrounds yeah, true and like puppet states yeah, in this scenario yeah. where they were supplying the idea. I mean, Vietnam, I think, is a perfect example where like the uh, the communist part and then like the the I guess the democratic part. I don't actually know what uh, governmental system they had that we were supporting. I never knew Vietnam existed. <laughs> where even is it? Oh, where the hell does fucking this lake? It, <laughs> I think it was. um. I could be getting this wrong because there was the North Vietnam and South Vietnam. But mm-hmm. I think what one of them was communist and then one of them was, um, yeah, either conservative or democratic or something. I think like it was that. the South that was more democratic, where the North democratic. was uh, communist, and then we supported the South, but then other parties supported the North, yeah. and so then it was essentially us fighting by proxy through mm-hmm. Vietnam and supporting those troops before eventually we had to get involved, and then you know it all just escalated, derailed, and crashed yeah. off the fucking course. It Paul Walkered itself into oblivion. <laughs> and like I, I get the sentiment of being like anti-war and like war is bad, mm-hmm. but it's like sometimes it's justified like it's it's absolute i not like like um yeah. i think like as a response you know what i mean yeah, to, yeah. to something going on like joining there needs joining to be, the war effort like during the holocaust was justified absolutely yeah there or needs to be the a sufficient like, threat yeah you know, otherwise you can't well we, threat or i think humanitarian abuses personally yeah. i mean uh, war serves the same purpose as the existence of nukes it's a deterrent and i feel like that's the kind of stance yeah. that we have taken like as a whole uh, well, it's not necessarily a deterrent because it's it also, absolutely is a deterrent. Well, that's one part of it, right? Because it's also oh, yeah. used like to bolster the economy, gain yeah, yeah, yeah. more power in like a global system. You know what I mean? Like there, there's a lot of aspects to it, but definitely deterrent is an aspect. Yeah, it, it's meant to like keep relationships essentially in line. Yeah, uh, you. I feel you like we've real, we've realized that we can't control everything, so we better maintain what we have. And war is oftentimes used as a deterrent or as like, we need to go to war because we can't maintain the status quo, essentially, mm-hmm. unless we do. Or dude, like when Andre or whatever always talks about um, how uh, Kosovo seceded. Yeah, Kosovo from, seceded. Uh, Dog, they were genociding <laughs> Bosnians. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like Serbian nationalism is, nationalism is like the the direct equivalent of the same kind of scenario yeah. where it's like there's very obvious rights and wrongs. It just depends on how much you were actually uh, propagandized. Yeah. 
based yeah, on you know where is. you're from. And you know, I understand that being uh, we, I don't think he's actually from Serbia, but his parents are. Yeah. So he's obviously going to be very inclined to whatever Serbia thinks. And like as an American in Europe, you're probably going to be like, oh yeah, America's coming to help and everything like that. Oh thank God. <laughs> yeah. America's like, here. Wait, why are they dropping presents? <laughs> <laughs> dropping presents for us. That's a big present. <laughs> It's kind of tubular. It's the same kind of situation, kind of copy and pasted everywhere where there's a nationalistic party that gains control over something. And then it's the two opposing forces fighting because of like literal propaganda. Mm -hmm. And it's based on what they actually do that people don't actually understand. Information is like though, I think a a huge aspect to Mm -hmm. like war because you use it to bolster your own support, like within your country for whatever war effort you're making. And you can use information to uh, try and attack like the um, what's it called? Like the support of the war Mm -hmm. in another nation, like with tankies and shit supporting Russia Mm -hmm. and just fucking like scooping up that RT propaganda into their fucking asshole. Rooster teeth propaganda. (laughs) They're boofing (laughs) RT right now, dude. And that's the main point I was going to bring up earlier about American media is like why people were so hesitant on Russia actually doing this is because America was bolstering Russia up to actually go through with this. And no one believed them because they thought that Russia themselves weren't even going to do it, Mm -hmm. even though they were clearly like gearing up towards this. But American, you know, American, um, it's the same, it's the same nationalistic kind of ideal where we don't actually know what is genuinely happening because, uh, I guess we don't know what's happening until it actually happens yeah. like in this scenario, because we could have believed the American government and the, the media that was, uh, you know, going on about everything pre invasion. Mm-hmm. And we could have seen this coming from a mile away, but just because of the distrust, because of Russia doing kind of the same kind of media in their own country, doing the same thing to their own, yeah. um, I guess nationalists there it's, it's the same situation, but there's two different sides that are very clearly right and wrong mm-hmm. in this scenario. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's the thing is, is like, it's really muddy. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's really hard to also like impose, I think like morals on it necessarily because like at the end of the day, like Putin just has a, Putin just has a strategy. He has like a goal, right? Yeah. Like it's the, the morality or whatever is going to be judged based on his own perception or like the nationalist perception of like, Mm -hmm. we want the Russian Federation back. We want, you know, more global power or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There is an interesting parallel that can be pulled here from literally D and D. Uh, I've been doing a lot more research into the campaign and stuff because I, I feel like I've wanted to get more into it. If you guys have noticed during the last couple <laughs> sessions, I'm kind of out of it. I'm not really like... Well, school started again, so I didn't really expect you. Plus, our sessions are kind of sh- short, so I'm not like yeah. expecting you to <laughs> short for four hours long. <laughs> well, we do a lot of... Oh, well, uh, you know, we hang out for four hours, but the mm. sessions haven't been lasting that long just because we eat first, we hang out. Yeah, yeah. But uh, one of the interesting parallels that I can draw from here is the like the alignment system. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, believe it or not, uh, there was an interesting take. <laughs> to on generalize. Putin is lawful evil. No, there, there is an interesting take that I saw on the alignment system where that it was it was by Matt Mercer, who is, you know, a very famous voice actor. Uh, he's done a lot of stuff. He also runs a D&D uh, podcast, which is very good called Shout Out Matt Roll. Mercer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way he brought it up is that alignments in like good and evil he runs uh, he saw a concept where it's run culturally instead of Mm -hmm. like objectively good objectively evil 
uh, and like say your culture exemplifies like these great warriors yeah. and you meet someone who's just a great warrior. They are good in your yeah. eyes, but you can meet like the nicest little fucking halfling, like little orc, little whatever. Femboy. Yeah, you can see a little <laughs> femboy, catboy. <laughs> and like they're evil on your scale because, yeah. well, they're a fucking pussy, right? <laughs> yeah. They're not a glorious They don't, they don't fit into your, your yeah. cultural ideal of good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really interesting take to take on it because I kind of dislike the whole objectiveness of the alignment scale. Mm-hmm. And. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. But it is it is interesting seeing how uh, like each country's uh, cultures essentially they dictate. You know, like oh th- this this act. It's I feel like we're working towards an objective morality, but we are still confined by this cultural morality that we've uh, we've created. Mm. I don't know how much Russian culture is actually focused on reuniting yeah, the Soviet I'm not, Union. I'm not 100% sure on Russian culture, I, but it yeah. is interesting to yeah, see it's the a parallels great point. that I can put. Because I don't think there is an objective morality to the situation. I mean, I still believe in general that there's an objective you mm-hmm. know, moral world that we can live in. But in a situation like this, it really is based on just the country that you're from and how you view your country's actions. Yeah. I don't think I believe in objective morality. It, it's very, very because like it's been misconstrued a lot. I believe. Like, um, I understand you're saying that like um, different cultures obviously have different perceptions of what morality is. Yeah, I mean, look at like, that whole like cannibal of, island. Like they, yeah. it, like that. Like that's perfectly us, fine for them. Yeah, yeah. It, to us, that's like we some weird atrocity, mm-hmm. you know. But to them, this is just fucking Tuesday. Yeah, but it's like um, I, I just don't know uh. Like, cause I think like saying that there is an objective morality that exists, like, it's like, like, are we working towards it? Do you think? Uh, I believe that's always the goal, but you know, so like, what is a, what is like an objective moral statement that you've been over this? Okay. It's it's impossible to find. We will never know within our lifetimes. And it would be something that we generate on our own. Yeah. It would have to be something that we establish. Well, then how's that objective? Yeah. Maybe it, maybe it isn't objective, but in terms of a global society like that, it would have to be objective. We would have to construe it as objective. Objective morality can only be obtained by one observer. Uh, So it's like you yourself exist within this space and you've created your own objective morality. But the moment you connect it to a grander scale, your own like objectiveness fails to uphold. There is no objectivity on a multi-person scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mean, yeah I, I agree that the fact, I agree with what you're saying, Anthony, or like your general mindset towards it, where like the idea of being a truly objective may not ever actually come to exist. But the thing is like having it subjective is also not necessarily the true, um, I guess, perspective on it because we have to have some sort of groundwork in general for it. Well, I mean, like, I think that there is a lot of philosophical groundwork that you can lay in a subjective framework, you know what I mean? That can like allow you to um, have like a, a very positive society. You know what I mean? Like, I think generally people agree you shouldn't murder people. You shouldn't rape people. You That's also like, general, that yeah. but that itself is yeah. subjective within the, no, within yeah. its own philosophical Absolutely. argument. But there, yeah. but there are things that are easier to agree upon than others because humans are social creatures. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like there are like, there's a lot more in common culturally and like morally that, that people have than I think a lot of people think. Uh, yeah. It's philosophically acceptable to attain objective morality by scorching the entire fucking earth. <laughs> but that, that doesn't make it. What do you mean by that? That doesn't there, like, I, I don't, I, cause I didn't agree with what you said earlier when you said that, like, 
it's objective in your own head but then when other people are involved, then it's not objective anymore because like, because when if you, it's in your own head and you only have a one perception that is just subjective. It's basically saying that anytime you come up with something that is perceived as objective, it only works within your own perfect world that you essentially create. If you are no longer, that doesn't the, make it if you are no longer the creator of said universe and you're sharing it and it's like a collective building, it's, it becomes harder and harder to obtain, like, still, I, I'm, I'm fucking <laughs> losing I'm sorry, the train of I, thought. I mean, like, because uh, all I would say is, like, like, I don't think morality exists in a vacuum, like you're saying. You I, know what I mean? I feel like it it does. It, it It's only, it can only be created in well, so, a, a world where there can only be this, right? What Well, the point that I want to perpetrate is I think I'm kind of in between you guys. I think morality doesn't exist in a vacuum because it is a social construct. It's how we mm -hmm. as humans decide what is right and what it's wrong. So keeping that in mind, that's the subjective aspect of it. We have to understand that as a society, as a global society, we have to, under, we have to make some sort of ground laws like this. Between Philosophy us, in general is a science, which means that there's, there is some sort of truth to it. There's something that we can gain and we can teach other people about what it means to be human, what it means to, you know, treat each you treat each other with kindness and whatever. Mm -hmm. And yeah, that does differ in a lot of different cultures because people are going to say, well, they did this. I'm, it's, I think it's justified to do this to them. But in a third party scenario, it might be completely uh, observed differently. Mm -hmm. I mean, just like with any conflict, any war, but that's the idea is like, we all have to kind of decide on this groundwork. And that's what I, that's what I view as quote unquote, objective morality. To, okay. To objective with us within a society that we create, which, you know, isn't inherently subjective, but also is subjective. To, to further expand on my, on, on my thought process. Cause that, that itself was just kind of like shit can thing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Your thoughts. The, the one observer part, it implies that there are no opposing bodies to that. It, it, like, like a it man needs, on an island. It needs to be a, a single entity. And that thing doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be, you know, uh, one person, but something of the same mind, essentially. People who share that belief. And that's the kind of whole idea with the UN and NATO. Mm -hmm. That's what they're working towards. A yeah. more uh, globalistic idea of what is good and what is bad. Yeah. So if someone disagrees with something, there is there's more discourse. discussion on it. Yeah, there's discourse yeah. about what they decide is good and bad. Yeah. Or what is morally but, correct and what and is in, immoral. That's but that's why I think it's good to have the perspective that like morals are just kind of subjective because then you can you can create the system that's more beneficial to people without having to signal to like some god or some uh, objective sense of like what's right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it, it's like what do you do when you've established said objective truth and it no longer upholds? Then all along it was subjective in the first place. Well, yeah, it just wouldn't be, it wouldn't be objective. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, like that, that's, I just don't think objective uh, morality. I exists. think the objective term is basically what I'm just using loosely to describe the matter. I think, you know, pure objectivism is not ever going to be the case Hold unless up. there is some God looking over and is like, yeah, that's correct. You guys are doing good. <laughs> I'm fucking agreeing with you guys now that I realize it. <laughs> I'm saying that objectiveness only exists within a vacuum and it oh, just. Oh, okay. Yeah it itself can exist within like a larger scale, but everything else besides that is, it's just not objective. There's no objective objectivity to be held. Yeah. The moment we involve more mm -hmm. than one person, more than one party, I see what because you're there's no one to challenge that yeah. authority. 
Yeah, because you'd be God in that's in that essentially. Sense. Yeah, yeah. someone I, would I have to be looking saying. at Earth and saying that this is you know good, this is bad. Because, well, no, not even that, but you just well you just in terms be the of universe, <laughs> in terms of being objective, you kind of have to have this third party. And being on Earth, you and if we were to truly attain like a global society, yeah. there would have to be some sort of third entity to say that this is a you know you guys are doing objective good old big more. brother. But then in that case too, there would have to be like a a, a governing body of Earth and then other places that aren't earth yeah. you know and i mean i don't know the, th the thing is though is that like even you know like the un it's not even like it's not even a global government you know no. what i mean like it's a it's a framework like thirds government yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well it's like it's like a framework of like partnership and discourse you know what i mean but it's to something actually, that like, can be built upon no, and, no, and, absolutely and but i just like i think it's um I don't know. I just can't. It's really hard to imagine a world that is like controlled by a single like global entity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think like it makes sense to have like a structure in place that allows debate and allows cooperation, <laughs> allows the baby. We need more the <laughs> baby in U Ukraine. Never mind. Um, the uh, <laughs> baby and, uh, supports Ukraine. War ended. Crisis I don't averted. Think he knows what's going on. Yeah, He's yeah. too busy fighting people in a bowling alley. <laughs> Let's go. Dude, that shit was so funny. <laughs> I yeah, in, in general, like when I speak about objective morality, I don't necessarily mean that there is something that is, uh, you know, the uh, in in a in a vacuum that it exists. Mm -hmm. What I mean mostly is like with the what we're working towards specifically is like a government that. Uh, is more centered. It's more unified. Yeah. Maybe not something that is controlled as a, like another level. Like there's not going to be uh, like a couple governors controlling earth or mm -hmm. anything like that. It's more base. We're going to always have to have this situation where it's like the countries and the, the sovereign nations are communicating with each other. Mm -hmm. And with that case, there's always going to be conflict like that. So it's important that we have to act as a, you know, the UN and NATO has to act as a third party, quote unquote, in these kinds of situations, because they will act as that third, uh, that third party, that overseeing eye, because they're discussing it with the world in that case. They're discussing it with other sovereign nations who may not even be involved directly. Yeah. If we truly stop working in NATO and like any form of governing body with self-interest at heart, It'd probably work out better for us, I'd imagine. Because then it's, it's no it self-interest. If we stopped working with the idea of self-interest, oh, we're like, yeah. I need to protect my people. And because like, of I just need to protect yeah. the people. Yeah. Because but, of how yeah. new this kind of government is, it's like, are we I mean, how little we've actually used it and how you know new it actually is in the world stage. Yeah. We're we are only using it for selfish means. We're like, only using yeah. it as like a glorified governments uh, like are meeting just possessive boyfriends. <laughs> no, I, I think I think it's more than that. Like they're because um, like, you know, the UN does like provide a lot of aid and does actually provide like a lot of like an actual place for like discussions yeah. and negotiations to be had. You I know shouldn't I mean? say that it's just yeah. that, but, you know, it, it mm -hmm. just with, with how new it yeah. is, there's not, yeah, it's it's, not to its fullest yeah, extent it, by any yeah, means. I totally agree with that because it, it only has as much power as like the individual member states have mm -hmm. you know what i mean and like how much they're willing to uphold it because mm -hmm. like a lot of even like member states sometimes break rules of like you know nato uh regulations or whatever and i don't even know if they get like reprimanded or anything um but it's like you know um international structures are good they just they need more teeth you know yeah they we need a lot more work on them yeah <laughs> before they can actually and that's what you that's what when you forever. always bring about yeah 
when you bring up uh, talking about like working towards this kind of objective morality, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, well, I just is, don't know is, if there's anything to work towards. Like we, we can like, we at can, least the global aspect of it, like working in a, in a UN and NATO situation yeah. that is beneficial mm-hmm. for the world instead of just the individual parties that are meeting. Yeah. Right. Cause they basically use it as a meeting and they do provide aid. They do help. Um, but there's way more that we can do with it. Yeah. Well, it's just, you know, people like at the end of the day, like you said, like people are selfish, you know what I mean? Like uh, countries are going to act in their self-interest, yeah. whether you like it or not, you know, and, cause it's, it's kind of, it makes no sense for a leader of a country to worry about the people of another it, country. It's the whole idea of Unless. self-preservation being perpetuated. It's just, no, I, it's I a, get it, but it's just like, uh, uh, yeah, no, it, like it's, it's a valid it's, it's valid. Yeah, it really is. It's just like, it's not the reality, sadly. Mm-hmm. The thing is, we all the, if America wants to do something and it's obviously something that's really fucked up, other countries will say, you shouldn't do that. But it's a, it, America can just do it anyways, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. American can get away with a lot. They can just do whatever they want because it's their own fruition to do so. Yeah. And they're also like one of the most powerful. We're just manifesting the our destiny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We need the global American Federation. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell America that. <laughs> Make it all Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> the world will become a... <laughs> Abolish the borders. Ohio's taking over. We've been preparing for the millennia on this. Ohio doesn't have any borders, so it just it just expands. It just becomes. <laughs> Ohio so assumes. We've Ohio got NATO to agree. over Pennsylvania. <laughs> NATO has surrendered to Ohio. Ohio annexed Chicago. Oh my God. <laughs> I saw a map of people. Uh, a map of Ohio. Like they asked the everyone world. who was, they asked everyone like, where do you, where do you think Ukraine is oh, in yeah, the world? There's, it's like literally there's like a couple dots in Australia. It's like, what <laughs> is wrong with America. you? America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you where Ukraine is. Yeah, but you know it's in Europe. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. I know it's in the yeah. big chunk over yeah. there. Like, but it, like where? No. Like, and I think that's fine. probably close you know, like to Russia. General, like geography. Geography is very important. I think. I think geography I is very hate geography. Why? <laughs> geography is really important for understanding um, foreign disputes like between countries because like you can it, see it in the borders. Well, it's yeah that and also just like controlling certain locations for like strategic gain. You know what I mean? Like there are certain airports or, you know, refineries or whatever that are like built up around certain areas that they're definitely going to focus. There's a level of depth to that geography that you have to understand though, to get to those, to some of those realizations. Like, well, like obviously if you have a, um, an intimate understanding of the, like, let's take it Afghanistan, for example. If you have an intimate understanding the of, glasses of Afghanistan. Push up. He's getting serious. Oh, God. If you have an intimate understanding of Afghanistan geography, you're probably going to have a way better um, yeah, understanding of the whole conflict in general. I'd mm. absolutely agree with that. However, if you, let's say, like, you go on foreignpolicy.com and you look up, like, an article about, sure. like, it's a good it's a good website um and you look up like an article about like uh the biden pullout of afghanistan or whatever and it mentions how you know we pulled out of bagram and we focused our troops in uh kabul and like all these other things like 
you can if you look at the map you could see why they're making these decisions yeah, you know what enough. i mean mm -hmm. because like bagram is a very inaccessible base and it's very far from the american embassy right so it's like kabul houses the american embassy and it has the biggest international airport in afghanistan so it's like okay. obviously these are the correct the correct moves to make yeah. and it's like you don't need a super intimate understanding of afghanistan geography to get that that's uh, that's that's that insight, fair yeah okay you know? After as like learning, points of interest, POIs. Yeah, exactly. After learning about these kinds of, like you see like how rivers and uh, yeah. how rivers shape the actual borders and like how uh, arbitrarily Europe drew a bunch of different borders in mm -hmm. the world. It's like you can completely understand why there's conflict in a lot of these things. That's why a lot of African nations have yeah. civil wars and shit going on right now. Yeah. So I think a good example of that is something like Crimea. I didn't know where Crimea was before, you know, uh, Russia actually annexed it. But looking at it on a map, yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's literally like a peninsula that has very, it's like one very sliver. East of Ukraine. Yeah, right? yeah. very. It's, it, it's and also has a great access point uh, to like, uh, I guess, water, yeah. a sea. Yeah, because I mean, like, you know, especially like down in that region, like it just makes it way easier to transport yeah. ships and shit, you know, and I think like any time you're reading about like something that's like foreign policy related or whatever, or like a foreign conflict, literally just pull up Google Maps and like look at the fucking locations that they're talking about. That's right. I'll turn that into yeah. a fun little game. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I, I think I'll so watch much... this war with great interest. <laughs> <laughs> I, I find that kind of shit so interesting. Because, it is you know, actually super it's, interesting. It's military, military strategy. Up. It's like it's foreign fucking disputes i'm understanding cool. a lot this year you know I'm, I'm happy for the new year i'm i i understand <laughs> football now i get war <laughs> i get war you're becoming a true american <laughs> hell yeah brother i think in general geography is super cool to uh just kind of research and understand yourself because as an american they don't teach you jack shit about geography i remember yeah, my like up until class. elementary <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, i think my last one was in fifth grade or so yeah i didn't have any geography lessons really? it was literally like I we're talking about mine. this <laughs> conflict and then they show us a map of the conflict of what's going on and like yeah. and it's like uh, and it's, a like, it's like a literal it's a little yeah, it's sliver like a, a fucking, and barely any lines or yeah, anything it's, it's like cool fucking horrible uh, I feel like I, oh, that'd be such an interesting fucking class if you were just to make it be like understanding war tactics. That's going a class. That, oh, yeah, yeah, no, for sure. That's like some specialized. I mean, class. I'm in I'm in a class called uh, um, Causes of War right now. Oh, really? Actually really interesting. Don't care. Don't ask. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of geography, I bet. Uh, oh, it's more theory, to be honest. Oh, but okay. it's, it, there's, there's definitely geography in it. Okay. It's just more focused. It's on not that. like actual history, more so. Well, or no, it's learning it's, from history. It's, yeah, it's because a lot of political science is just case studies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's really hard to like run an experiment. Like, okay, Russia, you go to war with Ukraine, and we'll go to war with yeah. Japan, and we'll see what happens. You know. <laughs> Yeah. And general geography is super interesting, especially when you look at it from like a geopolitical lens, because you can literally see if you had like a topographical and like, uh, I guess, geographical map of a country, you can clearly see where there would be conflicts. Yeah. And like 90 percent of the time there are conflicts, mm -hmm. <laughs> especially in a lot of borders, like I said before, drawn by Europe. I take that yeah. shit for granted. I do that shit all the time in like Arma. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's generally super interesting and it, it leaves you a lot of um you have uh, you know any any situation going on in you know real time or the future you automatically know what's going what's going on like you can make an educated guess yeah. on you know why they're doing this what's going on here mm -hmm. it, it it just all starts to make sense and yeah. then you start to understand yeah you know actual geopolitics i, global I feel politics. i feel like even with my current capabilities it might just be like uh, narcissism, confidence, you know, 
petty nationalism. belief. I feel like, you know, I could ham fist enough geographical knowledge that I could understand. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like, I just think when I think most people just don't like read anything like That's in fair. terms of like, uh, like news shit, they kind of like, are they and, really and obligated I'm, and I'm to, of this, I'm guilty of this too. Wait, what'd you say? Are they like really obligated to that? No, nobody's, nobody's obligated to do anything, but it's really annoying when people make a lot of broad claims and say dumb shit and haven't read a goddamn word of mm. anything. Cause like, well, they'll just like, uh, they'll just eat up like what, um, either people on Twitter say or content creators say. And like I said, I'm definitely guilty of this too. Um, I love Twitter. But like after, yeah, I do too. But after like, if you, if you like read like an article, like a, from top to bottom, like even on like fucking Fox news, dot com or whatever mm-hmm. you know what i mean like you will probably be like more informed than like 90 percent of people mm-hmm. because like on in like newsprint like you can't say like all the crazy shit that like you could say on tv like you can get away with a lot more on tv because you can hide behind the guise of entertainment you mm-hmm. know what i mean um it's just a joke bro yeah. how do you how do you get away with that shit it, there's no there's no like journalism laws it doesn't really matter well there's journalism practices like that like a, a hipaa type thing or yeah. not hipaa but a hippocratic oath for yeah. but for journalism I'm, there's I'm an oath sure. for engineers too did you know yeah. that yeah it's fucking well, yeah because yeah, you know, if we, we build, build a bridge that's shit yeah <laughs> if you build a bridge that's garbage ass and you're like <laughs> let's just put it out there people will die <laughs> like you can't only a couple thousand that's all right a couple hundred maybe it's that's cheap a for a while <laughs> Anyways, that's the podcast. Hope the people in Ukraine are doing well. Yeah. This was a bummer one, but it's okay. I think Guys, it's important to talk about this yeah. kind of stuff. Even oh, yeah, though we're sure. Americans not directly involved, I think it's and good not to get experts. the discourse we're out not experts. We're not experts. We're not experts. We're not experts. Yeah. <laughs> this is not financial advice. <laughs> we are not funded by Russia. You guys want to go fuck each other and skip the draft? You <laughs> uh, yeah. can't get drafted. Uh, wait, yes. Really? Not in Russia, though. Gays get drafted as hell. <laughs> drafted as fuck. Yeah, I looked You're that up. You're super drafted. Yeah, I literally looked that up. It, it, Putin did not exclude the gays from the draft in like 1980-something. <laughs> so we're going to be homophobic as fuck and like fucking kill you and shit. But you can join our war. You can fight for us. See you guys. Bye, Russia. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>